0: Research has shown that whether an individual has more of a promotion focus or a prevention focus, they're both going to experience pleasure or pain, okay? So there's actually no difference here. But individuals with the promotion focus experience pleasure and pain as a result of the presence or absence of positive outcomes, while individuals with the prevention focus experience pleasure and pain as a result of the presence or absence of negative outcomes. Hey guys, this is Coach K and you're listening to the Making Changes Breaking Barriers podcast where we talk about you. This is about you, your mind, and your path. So very first thing I want to say today is thank you guys for listening to this podcast. That Just this past week, the Making Changes Breaking Barriers podcast hit 1,000 downloads and I'm just blown away. I'm so appreciative of all of your support I'm appreciative for you listening and coming back week after week to listen to the Making Changes Breaking Barriers podcast. I said this in one of my social media posts this past week, but when I started this podcast, I really had no idea if anyone would listen. You know, I thought I had good things to say. I thought I had important things to say, but you just never know. You never know if anyone is going to listen. To be honest, I knew at least one person was going to listen. I knew my mom would listen to me. She supports me 100% in pretty much everything I do in life. So I knew I would have one listener, but to have a thousand downloads just about three months after starting this podcast is absolutely amazing and really does just continue to motivate me to make episode after episode. This is something I'm loving doing. It's definitely one of my passions, although I will say it's making me busier, right? It's making my days busier, but that's okay because it's something I'm really loving. And even maybe when I'm not feeling 100% motivated to do it, Like I just said before, your guys' support just kind of keeps me going. So I really appreciate it. And with that being said, if you have been listening to this podcast week after week, I've asked this a couple times, but I would really, really appreciate it if you could go into the app that you listen to this podcast in, whether it's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or some other way, and leave a review and a rating. Doing that is only going to allow this podcast to be pushed to new listeners, okay? And it's one of my biggest goals. One of the reasons that I'm doing this is to inspire as many people as I can to make change in their life, to take the actions that they need to take to live the life that they want to live. So by leaving that review, by giving that rating, you're allowing this message to be spread to more and more people. So if you could do that right now, maybe just pause the episode and Go ahead and leave that review. I would super appreciate it. So, just one last time, I want to say thank you guys for your support. And let's get into today's episode. Today, we are going to be talking kind of big picture. We're going to be talking about what are the things that you need when making a change. And specifically, these are going to be the four things that you need when making a change. And I've put this together in something called the DARE method. This is actually going to be the first time that I'm talking about the DARE method. So this is Coach K's DARE method. You guys are the first listeners to this and I'm very excited about it. I'm very excited to share with you guys and from all the research that I've done, all the reading that I've done, I've basically tried to compile everything that I feel like is helpful when trying to make a change and putting it together into what's now called the D.A.R.E. method. So let's get into it. So let's start with the first letter of Dare. D. D stands for discover. And when I'm talking about discover, I want you to discover your mountain. At the beginning of any process of change, we must have a clear vision of where we wanna go. And I really love using the analogy of our mountain. I want us to envision the top of our mountain. If we could think of our biggest dreams, if we could think of the best version of ourselves, this is gonna be the top of our mountain. And this is what I want you guys to discover. When we're trying to make some sort of change, it's very important that we understand what this vision looks like before we just start taking step after step, because if we don't have that clear vision, what's going to happen. All of a sudden, one day we're going to wake up and we're going to realize we're on someone else's path, right? I talk about that all the time. We're not on our path. So we have to have that clear vision to start. And I know from a lot of the clients that I work with, this can be a real struggle, right? This number one step of where do I actually want to go? What does the top of my mountain look like? What is my purpose? What is my meaning? This can be incredibly difficult to figure out. And if you are struggling with that, if that feels like something that isn't just coming naturally to you. I just want to say that that's okay. And to be completely honest, maybe that means that right now, right in this moment, isn't the time where you're supposed to understand what that looks like. Hey, that's okay. We can actually figure out ways to take smaller steps in the in-between. And at some point, maybe it will feel like the right time where all of a sudden that mountaintop comes out of the clouds and you realize, oh my God, goodness, that is where I'm supposed to be going. Right? That is who I'm supposed to be. And you will have that moment. And maybe that's not right now. And that's okay. But I do want to give you some tools to help you start to visualize that. If you do feel like you're in a place where, hey, I'm ready. I want to figure this out. I want to start this process of change. I want to give you some tools to discover what that mountaintop looks like for you. So there's a few things to understand as you're trying to paint this clear vision of your mountaintop, as you're trying to paint your clear vision of your path forward. And understanding these things are going to really make sure that this is a sustainable path for you. It's not just something that you want right now in this moment. This is truly your purpose, right? This is truly a mountaintop that is going to be the journey to the top of it is going to be sustainable for you, okay? So the first of those things to really understand is that the discovery should be your own. Each person should make an autonomous decision when deciding which mountain to climb and the path to get there. The decision should be purely your own. If you're feeling outside pressure from other people or from social media, this is going to cause a big issue. You're going to run into some sort of roadblock along the way and realize again that, hey, this isn't my path. This is someone else's path. So this discovery needs to be your own. In order for this to be your own, this truly takes a lot of mindfulness, a lot of time sitting with this, asking ourselves difficult, powerful questions in order to understand what it is that I need, what it is that I want moving forward, not what other people around me want for me. We also really need to have the understanding that we do have biases, right? And we are influenced by everything that's around us. And we don't necessarily have control of that, right? We drive in our car and we see billboards all the time. Yeah, we could delete Instagram from our phone, but there's ads everywhere we go, okay? So, we don't have 100 percent control over that so just understanding that understanding hey i do have influences and so really taking the time to understand how am i being influenced and then deciding is that a direction i want to go or is that a direction i want to kind of push up against is important to take some time to think about to again really make sure that this discovery is your own the second important thing to understand as we go through this discovery process is that the discovery must be rooted in your ideal self and this contrasts with our ought self okay so we have our ideal self and we have our ought self our ideal self is a possible version of our that is comprised of our desired future okay and that desired future is going to include like our aspirations our dreams our passions and our purpose but it's also going to include our core identity and our core identity is going to be made up of our values and our individual characteristics and it's also going to be made up of the emotional driver of hope okay versus that's our ideal self versus the ought self is the one perfect way i like to describe ought self is the sentence i ought to be blank okay so This is the version of ourselves that we feel like we have a duty to be, that other people are pushing us to be, or that maybe no one is even actively pushing us to be that. But again, we just feel like we ought to be that person, okay? This is in contrast to our ideal self. When we're in this discovery process, we must make sure that discovery is rooted in our ideal self. And in doing this, there's a few benefits that we'll find as we start climbing up our mountain. The first one is that we'll start to feel like we have a connection to something that is really truly deeply meaningful if our discovery think about it is rooted in our aspirations our dreams our passions it's rooted in our values and our individual characteristics it's rooted in our emotional driver of hope this is going to feel powerful right this is going to feel meaningful. We're going to have this really deep-rooted connection in it because it's ours and it's rooted in everything that we basically are when it comes from a positive side of things. Another benefit of this is we're going to have a sense of optimism and also confidence in our own ability that corresponds actually to an increase in positive emotions. So we're just gonna be feeling really great about this and we're gonna really feel like we have the ability to climb this mountain, where we have the ability to take step after step to get to where we're trying to go. And lastly, another benefit of just making sure that this discovery is rooted in our ideal self is it's gonna give rise to a growth-oriented psychological state in us okay and as we've talked about before having that growth-minded state versus a fixed-minded state is huge i mean it's honestly vital to making changes in our life so there's a lot of benefits to making sure that this discovery is rooted in our ideal self the third thing that we want to make sure we understand as we're going through this discovery process is that the discovery must align with the priorities that we want to make and also to be honest the priorities that we can make at this time really understanding where we are in our moment, where we are in our life, and where we want to be is super important. We can say we wanna do X, Y, and Z, but if we don't have maybe the financial means for it right now, we may need a different approach to get there, okay? So we do have to be very honest about where we are right now and also what our priorities are, okay? If you know you just sat down with your partner come the new year and you guys went over the budget and you both agreed upon a budget that is going to work for you guys and that budget didn't include travel over the next four months yet all of a sudden you have this discovery that you want to travel the world okay i'm not necessarily saying that discovery is wrong that's your discovery but does it fit your priorities right now and if not you know that's just something that you're going to have to understand and how we can take small steps to maybe get there in the future okay how do i work to now create those financial means to go and do something like that okay and then the last thing to understand here in the d and dare the discovery process is that the discovery must be based on a promotion focus versus a prevention focus and i'll explain what this means a promotion focus is going to make sure that our motivation our motivation for doing this for going down this process of change is concerned more about our advancement as a person okay or maybe our advancement in our career our advancement in our relationship it's concerned with growth okay and it's also maybe concerned with accomplishment as well we want to feel like we have you know meaning that we're leaving our mark on the world or that we're accomplishing something so that's good we want it rooted in that promotion focus versus a prevention focus we want to try and avoid our motivation being so concerned with protection and safety and responsibility and avoiding risks and danger now in no way shape or form am i saying that's never something that we should be concerned with we obviously should be concerned with our protection and safety we need to have a roof over our head we need to make sure that we're able to feed our families i a thousand percent understand that okay but When we're going through this discovery process, if our entire mountaintop is rooted in only those things and concerns about those things, we're most likely not going to be taking the risks that maybe would get us to where we're trying to go. Okay. And those risks can be calculated risks. Okay. And they can be small risks. It doesn't need to be, hey, I'm going to quit my job tomorrow and leave my family without any income. Right. There's a million steps that we can take in between there. But having such a concern about those things may prevent us from even taking those small steps in the first place. Research has shown that whether an individual has more of a promotion focus or a prevention focus, they're both going to experience pleasure or pain, okay? So there's actually no difference here. But individuals with the promotion focus experience pleasure and pain as a result of the presence or absence of positive outcomes, while individuals with the prevention focus experience pleasure and pain as a result of the presence or absence of negative outcomes, So what this tells us is that someone with a promotion focus, let's say they have a positive outcome they're trying to reach and they don't reach it. They're not going to feel great about that, right? It's almost going to probably motivate them and and almost frustrate them into continuing to take actions to try and get there. Then they get that positive outcome and they feel really good about it. Versus someone with a prevention focus, their thought process is more like, well, nothing bad is happening right now, so I'm actually feeling okay. It kind of forces them into being like comfortable in the status quo, right? In where they're at right now, and it's not gonna really motivate them to keep moving forward. So those are a few keys to make sure you understand as you're going through this process of discovering your mountaintop and you really have this clear vision of it, that is going to be sustainable, that that path is sustainable and it's truly your path. It's rooted in your ideal self. It's rooted in that promotion focus and it's really about the priorities that you're able to make right now or that you want to make. Okay, so that's D. That is the discover your mountain. That's the D in dare. Let's move on to A. A stands for actions for alignment. Once we have a clear discovery established, we must create an action plan or another that way that we can phrase this as a learning agenda. We must create an action plan or a learning agenda to start climbing up our mountain. It's one thing to say, okay, I have this very clear picture ahead of me. I have this very clear mountaintop. I understand what it is. I've gone through that discovery process. It's a whole nother thing now to actually start putting actions behind those words. And when we start to put together this action plan or learning agenda, it's really important to understand that this doesn't need to look the same for everyone, okay? There's so many programs out there. There's so much information out there that says okay we have to do it this way we have to set goals or we have to focus on habits or we have to do this or that and i think the one thing that i've learned that's really important is that each individual is different and each individual is going to want to approach this part of the journey a little bit differently and that's okay we actually all are a little bit wired differently in that way and so generally people are going to fall into these three broad camps regarding their preferred ways of planning for the future the first one's going to be goal orientation and this is kind of generally what we're going to think about when we think about putting an action plan together okay this is setting specific goals and then action steps to get there now This might not be everyone's preferred way of taking the next steps, putting an action plan together. What I will say right off the bat is that every action plan or learning agenda is going to need a little bit of this. The second way that people generally like to plan for their future is direction orientation. And this is the pursuit of a general plan without emphasis on the specifics. Okay, so there is still a plan here. It maybe even has some action steps, but it's just a little bit less specific. Maybe it doesn't include as many dates. Maybe it doesn't include as many numbers. It gives a little bit more room for flexibility here. And hey, that's okay. And then the third way that people generally like to plan for the future is action orientation. this is a little bit more about living in the moment and avoiding long-term considerations. Now, hey, we have our long-term vision, right? We have our discovery, but it, maybe it's not setting a date on things and saying, hey, I have to do this by this day or else, okay? This action orientation is more about, hey, I'm going to try and focus on my day-to-day, my day-to-day habits. And a lot of times, I'll just throw this out there, the people who are action-orientation you know, more focus when planning for their future, really do well with accountability because they are trying to focus day to day. It helps to have someone checking in with them, right? Checking in, hey, today, did you do this? Then the next day, hey, did you get this done, right? After a while, they probably don't need that anymore, but at the beginning, that could be really helpful. But whatever version you fall into here, whichever one of these ways of planning for your future you prefer, this learning agenda that you've put together is gonna help align you more so with your ideal self, with your discovery, with your mountaintop. One tool that I really like to use when I'm helping a client put together this learning agenda or this action plan is to consider their gaps, okay? And when we start considering someone's gaps, we're assessing our real self or our current self compared to our ideal self. So we're not necessarily thinking about these as weaknesses, but these are the gaps that we need to learn how to fill in order to take ourselves from where we currently are to our ideal self. And this, again, really takes some mindfulness. So a lot of this, guys, that I'm talking about includes you actually taking time out of your busy, busy, busy lives to sit down and do some writing, do some thinking, do some self-exploration, okay? But it really takes mindfulness and awareness and honesty. I talk about this a lot, but this honesty with ourselves about where we truly are right now. Where are we with our actions? Where are we honestly with our physical body, our mental body? our emotions and our thoughts and be honest about that. That's a very important step in figuring out, hey, what's the gap between where I am currently and my ideal self? Another way that you can figure out what these gaps are is even asking someone that you really trust, right? Asking others, you know, what are some of the things that you appreciate most about me? And I know that feels almost like a weird question coming out, but have you ever asked someone that before, right? Someone that you really trust and you know is there to support you. What are some things that you appreciate most about me? Or you can also ask like, what are some things I could do to be more effective in your opinion. Okay, maybe this is someone in, you know, you're in a romantic relationship with like wife, husband, partner, or maybe this is someone in your career or maybe a friend, you know, we have various parts of our lives there that we could approach this with. But, you know, again, I will say this needs to be someone that you do trust and, and you know is gonna support you. Another tool that you can use to figure out these gaps is a 360 degrees feedback assessment. This is an awesome assessment I like to use with clients. Another way is doing a personal balance sheet personal balance sheet is going to have like four quadrants and uh, top left is going to be your current strengths. Top right is going to be your current weaknesses. Bottom left is going to be distinctive strengths. And this is something that you feel like you've been good at for like a long time. These are your big strengths, things you feel very, very comfortable with. And bottom right is going to be your enduring dispositions. Think about these as like our long-term liabilities. This is something that's maybe been part of you for a long time it's kind of part of your life but it does sometimes seem to get in the way and cause you to be less effective than you could be otherwise okay these are all ways to discover these gaps but discovering these gaps can be really important when putting this action plan together to then make sure we're aligning our day-to-day actions with our discovery, our top of our mountain. So that's the D, discovery, and the A, actions to alignment. Let's get into the R. R stands for roadblocks. When we are going through a process of change, I can guarantee you, you will run into a lot of roadblocks. A lot of the times, these changes that we're trying to make are not small, okay? We're trying to lose a bunch of weight, we're trying to change our career, we're trying to eat a lot healthier, we're trying to make our relationship with our partner better. Whatever it is, you know, there's a thousand other examples, but... It's not easy, and this is not a short process, okay? These things can take years, and if this is gonna take years, guess what? We're gonna run into so many roadblocks. I'm not even gonna go and start listing all of these things, okay? I mean, I've seen so many things from the clients that I've worked with, but the most important thing I'll say regarding these roadblocks is that we have to have an understanding that they will happen okay so there's two scenarios here that i think about number one is whatever you're trying to change this process that you're starting maybe you've been down this road before okay maybe you've tried to lose weight before maybe you've changed careers before maybe you know whatever it is you've tried to start your own business before whatever it is you've been down this road before this is actually gonna work in your benefit right they say hey a failure is only a failure if we don't learn something from it right So because you've gone down that process before, you should actually have a pretty good understanding of what some of the roadblocks you're gonna run into are. What stopped you in your tracks last time? Did you get to where you were trying to go and then it just wasn't sustainable so you went backwards at that point? Did you maybe never get to where you were going to go because you ran into some sort of roadblock, okay? But whatever it is, you should be able to identify those roadblocks, write them down. What are some possible solutions to help you get through that roadblock to go over it under it to the side of it through it whatever it is what are some possible solutions to that because the first time around we couldn't figure it out right so now we can think ahead before we even get to that point how can we get through it maybe that means asking for help maybe that means hey we're gonna avoid it altogether this time we're gonna figure out a way to do that Maybe that means we need to surround ourselves with a different group of people because that was the problem in the first place. Maybe that means we need to understand that, hey, my motivation is not going to last, but I just need to stay committed regardless, right? This isn't about motivation. Motivation is crap. We've talked about that before. I just need to stay committed and I understand now that it's going to be really hard, okay? There's a thousand different ways, you know, depending on what the roadblock is, how we're going to get over it. But just taking that time to acknowledge what it is is super important. And if you've been down that path of four, You should be able to recognize some of those things. Scenario number two is you've never been down this path before. This is something completely new to you. You're starting a small business for the first time ever. You're trying to change a career for the first time ever. You're trying to lose weight for the first time ever. Okay, this is going to be a little bit harder. I'm just going to say that up front. But two things you can do. Number one, hey, we can try and predict some of the roadblocks that you you may hit just try and start throwing out possible examples. Even if some of them feel, you know, even out of this world, that's okay, right? It doesn't hurt to try and do some of that prediction and so that you can come up with some of those possible solutions ahead of time. Another suggestion I have here is to find someone who has been down that path before and ask them what roadblocks they've run into. This could be like finding a mentor, right? You're trying to start a small business. Find someone who started a small business has been successful with it has been running this small business for years and ask them hey i'm starting this process and i know it's not going to be easy i know i'm going to run into a bunch of roadblocks i'm wondering if you could share some of the roadblocks that you ran into and possibly how you got over those, so that maybe I can try and avoid those or just be prepared for these hard moments I know I'm going to run into. I think that can be an awesome way to prepare ourselves for these moments, okay? So, biggest message here with the R with roadblocks is we have to understand this process is not going to be easy. It's going to be really hard, and that's because we're going to run in headfirst to roadblocks over and over again, but recognizing what those are going to be and trying to figure out ways to get through them ahead of time can be super helpful all right lastly with the dare method the e e is going to stand for endless beginning and i'm going to keep this one short because i'm sure this episode is going long already i can feel it but the endless beginning i think this is a really interesting concept any time, you know, I grew up playing sports, you guys know that, and you have these goals, right? You have a goal, you even have, maybe at the time I felt like it was a mountaintop that I'm working towards, and you hit it, right? You envision envision someone winning the NBA championship, NFL championship, whatever it is, some sort of sport championship, and you hear all these people talk about how, damn, that moment felt really good, but you realize in that moment that this isn't really what it's about, Okay, so we have these goals, we have these visions, we have our mountaintops. And I think the biggest thing here that we need to understand is that even if we reach that, especially if we're creating some sort of dream or mountaintop that's very concrete, even if we reach that, life is just gonna keep going. Okay, there's gonna be an endless beginning here. Success in whatever form that is meaningful to you is not a permanent state. We must keep moving forward in it to continue to achieve it. So with that being said, I think something that's really important to understand with the endless beginning is that if you even go back to that discovery phase and really make sure that your ideal self and your mountaintop includes at least parts of it that can continue on, right? Even if, you know, part of your mountaintop is some specific goal, another part of it should be something that's like, hey, this is my identity. So even after I reach that goal, I'll just give an example. Let's say you want to complete an Ironman. Completing an Man is going to take a ton of work, right? Maybe you're kind of starting at step one with this, so it's going to take you like five years to ever get there hey, five years passes and you actually do it. You complete an Ironman. Now what, right? So if your mountaintop is purely complete an Ironman, you would have now checked this off and it feels like you're starting all over again. Now what? Now what do I do, right? But if your mountaintop is, I wanna complete an Ironman and continue to live the healthiest life I possibly can live so that I can live the longest, you know, healthiest life I can. I wanna continue to eat healthy and take care of my body and all these things. That's something that you can keep going with. Right? Even after you complete that Iron Man, which, yes, give yourself a big pat on the bat for, but even after you complete that, you'll be able to keep going kind of without a beat. Right. Success is not a permanent state. We must begin again. But what is different now that I think is important and part of this en- endless beginning is each time that we reach these mountaintops or we reach these peaks along the way, we do continue to grow and we do change and we can become a different person The you who envisioned this mountain in the first place the you who set these goals for yourselves is not the you who is standing on top of the mountain now right who's completed the iron man ready for the next adventure the journey you were on to get here has a big impact on your life right so now this is the new you and so now as you're standing on top of this mountaintop you have to now think about okay, now what does my ideal self look like, right? So this is why we can't, this process isn't done just once. There's an endless beginning to it. We maybe do it, every year right like truly sit down for long amounts of time and think this through and maybe there's even quarterly check-ins along the way this isn't something that's just done once because we do continue to change we do continue to grow and evolve okay so that's the dare method thank you guys for listening to that i'm very very excited to be putting this out into the world d stands for discover discover your mountain a stands for actions these are your actions for alignment r stands for roadblocks the roadblocks that you will hundred percent certain run into along the way and e stands for endless beginning it just doesn't stop when we get to the top of our mountain thank you guys for listening and hearing me share that with the world for the first time so i will leave you guys with this like i always do changing your path will not be easy it will be challenging i'll say that over and over again but it will be worth it so do a self-check today are you on your path up your mountain and if not what path are you on (music) Thank <music> you.